And welcome, everyone, once again to another edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, and along shortly I'll have with me my podcast partner, Hall of Fame Coach Ted Huber. And uh, this week we're going to be talking about the All-Star Game from the year summer of 2015, which means we'll be looking back on athletes that come out of the 2014 state championships and the 2014 uh, season. So that's what's on the ticket, as well as we'll be discussing who won the state championships and also who won the different awards from the Indiana Football Coaches Association. And, of course, we'll talk to the coaches, a couple of coaches, one from each side, and they're going to tell us about the players and the other coaches that were involved in the 2015 edition of the Indiana All-Star Game, North-South All-Star Game. So we'll be back with that and plenty more right after this. Big Cat Promotions is a proud sponsor of the IFCA podcast. At Big Cat Promotions, our goal is to help you promote your team and your kids as we head into each season. With over 100,000 vendors, Big Cat Promotions has just about anything you can think of to promote your team. T-shirts, shorts, team sweats, team awards for your players as well as for your summer campers. So give us a call at 574-551-5916 and let us get you a quote so you can shop and compare. And thanks for tuning in to the IFCA podcast. And welcome back, everyone, to another edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association. And as promised in our intro, we're going to be talking about uh, the All-Star Game from 2015. And, of course, as usual, we usually have a coach representing the North and representing the South uh, from the North-South All-Star Game uh, from the year 2015. And I'm going to let uh, my Hall of Fame uh, podcast partner, Coach Ted Huber, introduce our very special guest for this edition of the IFCA podcast. So, Coach Huber, take it away. Hey, here we go. Football. Why not football? <laughs> Chris Meeks, head coach, Rensselaer Central, uh, state champion in 2014 in the fall, right? Yes, and that has a nice ring to it. Yes, it does have a nice ring to it. And we also have Justin Dixon, who was the assistant coach at Decatur Central uh, back in the day. Uh, he's now the athletic director. and. Um, King of the first and fourth grade uh, coaching ranks uh, over there at Decatur Central. So, gentlemen, we appreciate you coming, and uh, we're really looking forward to it. Uh, I know that the uh, for the first time in three or four years, the North uh, beat the South in the All Star Game, Chris. So, um, uh, do you remember that? I do. I do. Uh, I believe it was the first time in four years. We were on a four-game losing streak, mm-hmm. and uh, that was something that was discussed hot and heavy with our, our North coaching staff and our our players. As you guys know, there's a, a whole lot of pride that goes into that game. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, so uh, that, that's something that was heavily discussed. And, um, you know, that that's we, we started talking about that at our spring picnic and, and throughout the, the week. and we wanted to get that thing turned around and we were fortunate. Uh, we played a, a great game that night and did get it turned around. Okay. So, uh, tell me about your experience at the all-star game. Is that the only time or have you been there more than once? Yeah. Um, my first experience was 2005 and 
uh, Steve Stern was the head coach then. And um, ironically, that game was shortened right at the end. I'm sure you guys will remember this. We had a, a torrential downpour at North Central and several inches of rain. And then there was a big clap of thunder with about a minute to go. So they, um, they, they stopped it with about a minute to go and, and ended the game right then. And ironically, uh, 2015, we had the, the uh, storms that seemed like would never end. And um, we ended up playing the game, but it was a running clock. But, um, you know, so to answer your question, I, I've coached in it twice, both of them, you know, uh, weather-related games. Okay. All right. How about you, Justin? You've been there once, more than once? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I was the head coach um, for Decatur Central and, and served as a defensive coordinator on the 15 all-star team. Uh, that was my only time coaching in the game and then obviously transitioned to athletic administration and been involved with the IFCA leadership since then and obviously have served, you know, kind of some different roles at the game administratively. But first time coaching, really enjoyed the relationships and friendships that I still have to the day today with, with some of the guys and uh, some of the great kids that we were able to coach. Like Coach Meek mentioned, like that lightning storm was never ending and um, give – the North, a lot of credit, and, you know, I'm sure Coach Ralph would say it was my fault giving up 20 points <laughs> in the lightning bolt. But uh, I'm not sure we handled uh, we handled that adversity real well that night, but I, I know the kids will remember having a great week, and uh, I know our, our coaching staff did, and we're still – we still stay in touch to, to this day. Yeah, that's part of the part of the All-Star game, no question. Okay, Chris, run down your list of coaches, will you? You were yeah. the head coach. Yeah, I was the head coach, and man, I was, you know, I, I think every coach will tell you this from the All-Star game, but I, I was very blessed to have a, a great group of guys to work with, and, you know, uh, about all of them are still coaching today. Uh, Phil Mason, who was the head coach of Andrew Grant at the time, and he's the current head coach at Griffith High School. Uh, he was our offensive coordinator, and he also coached the quarterback. Um, Tom Wagaman, who was the head coach at Northridge at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, he was our defensive coordinator. And then I think everybody knows Doug Dynan, who's done a tremendous job at uh, Carroll High School of Allen County. Uh, he coached receivers and also co-coached our, our special teams. And then uh, Mike Wilhelm, longtime coach at Yorktown. Um, he, he was the head coach there and still is. And he coached our running backs and then also helped out with our, our special teams with Coach Dynan. And then the assistants that we had, uh, Bill Gum, he's the assistant coach at New Prairie, has been forever. And Coach Steve Brown, he is the assistant coach at Yorktown. Both those guys have been in those positions for a long period of time. You couldn't ask for two more experienced uh, quality line coaches. They coached our offensive line and did a tremendous job with them. Uh, Bill Skeleton, well-known over there in the Kokomo area. He's assistant coach at Homestead. He, uh, he coached our defensive back. Derek Thompson, he was the defensive coordinator at Lowell at the time. He's now an assistant at Michigan City. Uh, he coached our defensive line. And then my assistant, 20-year uh, coach, Eric Nowen, who's been at Rensselaer Central, like I said, for 20 years. Um, he coached the linebackers. And like I said, great group of guys. It was fun being with those guys every day. And I, I thought they did a tremendous job of uh, pulling this team together. Okay, let's go to the south, Justin. Let's uh, yeah, like talk coach, about Coach Ralph. 
Yeah, like Coach Meek said, what a great group of guys. Uh, Kyle Rao from New Pal was the head coach, and we had known each other prior just professionally and got to spend some time together that spring and summer really developing a friendship and still proud to call him a friend out of, out of this relationship. And he did a great job with his guys and our team. Brian Crabtree at the time was the head coach of the North Pavilion. Um, Kyle Harkamo was the D-line coach at Avon, who now transitioned to the college ranks up in Wisconsin, did a great job for us defensively. I was the defensive coordinator. Bob Hoffman, who Franklin community just named some of their athletic facilities, longtime wrestling and, and defensive coach down at Franklin, was a great guy to, to work with in this game. Todd Wilkerson and, and his assistant, Stan, down from Heritage Hills, actually bumped into them in the tunnel at Lucas Oil this year after their state game, right before our state game, and we were able to exchange hugs and, and just briefly talk about our all-star experience and getting to know those guys. So that was special this year, kind of recapping that with them in that special venue. Um, and then Aaron Humphrey uh, was, was the head coach at Charlestown, and uh, unfortunately he just lost a, a health battle, and we lost Aaron um, this you know the last couple months, and he will be missed, but – what a great guy, and uh, proud to call him a friend. Mm-hmm. Guys, let me ask you this: when okay. it, let, uh, let me ask you yeah. this when you uh, when you guys bring the teams together uh, for the week, um, do you ever run across, or did you ever happen to run across where there was a problem with them melting together, or did they? I mean, was there ever any kind of? Uh, I don't want to say friction; that's a little bit too harsh, but you know where uh, you know maybe they just didn't get along, but. Uh, did you ever experience anything like that with either one of these squads? Well, I can tell you, I can tell you with the South, I was extremely not nervous. I was anxious. And, you know, I, I was a longtime assistant coach at Warren Central before mm-hmm. I became the head coach at Decatur Central. Sure. So I was really curious to see how the Indianapolis kids would gel together. Sure. You know, putting Warren Central and Ben Davis kids on the same team. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you throw a Decatur Central with a Martinsville kid. Yeah. How's that going to go? Right. And all the other things. And I'm sure Chris could say the same thing about the North. But to these guys' credit, they're on the team for a reason. Mm-hmm. Such great kids that represent their communities in a great way. And I think the coaches nominate them that way and they're selected that way. Right. Um, and it was really awesome, awesome to see them come together and embrace one another and, and become a try to become a team in a short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. And the, well, you know, that question is uh, it's interesting. Uh, that you asked that from Justin because in uh, last All-Star game, uh, we didn't have uh, camaraderie, right. well, there if was you friction. will. Yeah, friction right? between the North and the South. Uh, actually, the I mean, there was, uh, yeah. And yeah. obviously, you know, we'll address that and make sure that doesn't happen again. But, uh, uh, yeah, that's interesting. That yeah. really is, I, yeah. It's unfortunate. Ted, I was wanting to throw something in on that, too. Um, sure. I, I look at it. I look at it as a, a true melting pot. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting, and I, I think it starts with our picnic. And I, I think it's tremendous that that you know I don't know if you guys still do it, but that spring picnic where we bring the families together and we bring the kids from the, the different schools together. And to me, that that starts the process of developing the north the north team or or the south team. Um, and when you look at that melting pot, you got big schools, you got the Pens, you got the Valpos, and you got small schools like Rensselaer and Pioneer. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the urban schools, you got the country school kids. 
you've got the west side of the state, you got the east side of the state where we, you know, we don't see Fort Wayne schools when, when we play, you know, mm-hmm. on our side of the state. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everything starts melding together at that picnic. Uh, they, they get to meet their roommate and their teammates. And, you know, I, I think one of the unique things, and I think it's a disadvantage you guys have right now, is, you know, we had them from Sunday to Friday. So mm-hmm. we, we had some pretty good relationships and got to know these kids. And I'm not sure, you know, in those three days that you guys have now that that happened. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think there was some great friendships. And, and um, as far as the North getting along with South, they didn't really talk a whole lot, right. except when we went to Camp Riley. When we went to Camp Riley, mm-hmm. everybody came together sure. for the, the good of those kids. So, yeah, I think that was a great question, um, Dave. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, you know, that's the other thing Ted, Ted and I have talked about that too, the Camp Riley experience, which has been taken away for whatever reasons. And I know there's probably a bunch of them, but I think that's unfortunate because it would be a bonding experience, not only amongst the members of the North or South squad, but amongst both teams. I see that as a big thing and it's too bad that that's been taken away. Well, the good news and the bright side, you know, coach Gaddis and the IFBA and um, I think everybody recognizes the, the special time that that was in the All-Star Week. And um, thanks to the Marat Shriners, we've been able to kind of embrace a similar tradition with some of the Shriner kids that can come up and meet the players and have a, have a similar experience cool. um, with our team. So we're, we're working to embrace that, and I agree with Coach Meek. That was, that's, that's definitely a special time that, that those kids remember, and we're trying to trying to duplicate that the best we can yeah that's great that's good news yeah yeah it's it's, that's no question about it that was always the highlight for me Uh, i can remember back in 1975 there was a there was a a a kid from indianapolis uh that uh we went to camp riley and uh, he uh he got so attached to this one kid that uh, he kept bugging me all week about, uh, you know, can, can you take me over? Can you take me over there? I need to see him. I need to see him. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it was just a special deal. And uh, I did get him over there, and mm-hmm. uh, they got to meet. But uh, obviously we don't do it again. But I, that's a good point, Justin. The, uh, you know, the Shriners bringing the uh, kid over because, you know, there's no Shrine Hospital in the state of Indiana. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think the the young youngster that we, they brought over a year ago or two years ago uh, was from Illinois, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. So, uh, but they bring him over to U of Indy and uh, they get to meet the kids and they get to eat all that great food over there at the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, sure. One more, one more quick, one more quick memory, guys. And Justin, I, I know you'll remember this. Um, how many times do you think Coach Ralph has allowed? Um, anybody to dress him up as a female. And uh, that's one of the things they did. You remember that? Yeah, parade? Exactly. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and he really looked good as a female. But um, Those kids, with a beard? those kids did a great job. But, what that? With a beard? Did he have his beard? Did? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. But they had the wigs and the, yeah, oh, the dress and all that stuff. And what, what a great time. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. That's good stuff. Yeah, that was a highlight of the trip, no mm-hmm. question about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about players now, okay? Uh, Justin, why don't you start? Uh, the players that you uh, got close to, that you remember, and uh, that were a big factor in the ball game. 
Yeah, I as a defensive coordinator, I was able to coach the defensive backs and really, um, really remember Jalen Harden from Ben Davis, who was a uh, uh, played up at Grand Valley State, and I remember watching and following his college career. Same Willie Cole was a DB from Warren Central, and both those guys, uh, you know, I just developed a natural relationship. One I'd coached it. Uh, at Warren before and then obviously competing against Ben Davis at Decatur and Warren. Um, you know, I kind of hit it off with, with Jay and uh, just great kids and always remember and, and love following their college career. I remember having to defend Rashad Medeiros from Pike in uh, one-on-one drills, which he was, he was amazing to watch. I made some plays in the game. Justin Morning from Short Ridge was a talent that I remember. Um, Trey Deaton was a kid that I had teamed against at Martinsville with kind of a Swiss Army knife um, and did a lot of things for us on the all-star team. So I, I remember developing a relationship with him because he was in our conference when I was the head coach here. Um, Aaron Austin uh, was Burt Austin's son from Franklin Central who also played in the game, and we competed against them week one um, every year. So those are some names that I had you know, developed a relationship with and knew some kids kind of through competition and getting, getting them to know them a little bit better personally as players and working on the same team, following them afterwards. And, uh, again, the list goes on. There's so many great kids, and uh, those are the ones that stand out to me from the South. You know, Chris, I agree with uh, what you said. You know, the shortened time, you know, it's it's now it's three days. I mean, it's four days, I guess, but two or three and a half, uh, you know, takes away from uh, being able to, uh, get close to the kids and, and for them to get close to each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's too bad. Uh, too bad money talks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Chris, go ahead. How about okay. you? Okay. Yeah. Um, again, just like Justin said, man, there, there's several kids that, that jump out and tremendous kids across the board. Uh, Pearson Harnish from Norwell. Uh, he played inside linebacker for us and, uh, went on to have a tremendous career at St. Francis. Uh, he's a team captain, a national scholar athlete. I saw where he won the NAIA National Defensive Player of the Year Award. And, um, you know, that, that's a great accomplishment from, for someone from our All-Star game. Uh, Jacob yeah, let me, Schmott, let me uh, break in here and tell you that yeah. uh, I coached his father at Norwell uh, back in the middle 70s. How about that? Yeah. I'm sorry. I know. Chris, go ahead. No, you're fine. And I, I also know Harnish is a, a big football name, not just in the Fort Wayne area, but statewide with his brother as well that played for the Colts. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacob Schmott uh, stood out for us from Mishawaka, uh, Indianapolis, University of Indianapolis, jumped right on him and, and uh, made him one of their, their players. He was a team captain, first team all Great Lakes Valley Conference. Uh, for two years and was their team MVP in 2017. And, and uh, I think as you can see, we had a, we had a pretty, pretty good defensive unit here. Um, offensively, Jake Kaliga, he was from Mandran, um, terrific quarterback up in the Northwestern part of the, the state here. He had a, a great game in the all-star game. He threw for 92 yards. Um, he opened Don't the game. In, Chris. Don't rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he, as I say, he opened the game early. You'll probably remember this, Justin, with a nice 34-yard touchdown pass oh, yeah. to Darrell Poindexter. I do. Yeah. He was good, man. He was good. Yeah. And Poindexter, Poindexter ended up being MVP of the game. Uh, he had that reception, and then he also uh, had a 35-yard uh, punt return to set us up for another score. 
So, uh, again, he was from Concord. Uh, Joel Spiegel uh, did a nice job from the running back position. He was from Delta High School. He scored on a, a touchdown run for us and had several nice runs. And then, you know, for me, it was personally nice to have two players from Rensselaer Central. Uh, just having one would have been awesome, but to have two was very special. And uh, Ab Kiger and Austin Fleming, um, Ab played safety, Austin played defensive end. Both of them got scholarships to St. Joseph's College. Unfortunately for Ab Kiger, uh, he tore his ACL for a third time, and then he was, he was done with football. But uh, when St. Joe closed, Austin Fleming took off for uh, Franklin College and really had a terrific career there. And uh, he earned all conference honors and, and did some great things there. But, um, you know, just like Justin said, and it's this way every year, these are great kids, high-character kids, and, um, you know, great football players. No question. In the fall before the All-Star game, David, yes. we had state championships, yes, right? Yes, we did. And three, three of the state champions uh, coached in the game. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chris Call coached. Uh, we had him on last week, and right. he coached it. And he was the state champ uh, in that game at Tri West. So, mm-hmm. um, why don't you go ahead and run down the list of uh, uh, of the state champions in uh, 2014, the fall of 2014? All right. Again, this is the second year where we actually had six classes instead of five. Um, 2013 was the first year with them as we mentioned in the last podcast there. But at any rate, in 6A, uh, Ben Davis topped Carmel 42-24. to 24. Mike Kirstner, 12-2, and 2, led Ben Davis to that win. And Kevin Wright um, from Carmel uh, took the loss. They finished 13-1. and 1. 5A, Indianapolis Cathedral, 56. Laporte, 7. Both these teams had weak records coming into the uh, tournament. Um, Indianapolis Cathedral led by Rick Serif. Is that right, Ted? Yeah, you know, strike. Strife, okay. Strife. you got to learn that name. Okay. Rick Strife. Rick, Rick Strife. He is 9-5 and five on the season and won the state championship. Laporte, under Bob Schnellinger, uh, was 8-6. and six, uh, And as I said, they lost. Indianapolis Cathedral's Jared Thomas uh, took the mental attitude uh, a winner there. Nate Thomas, if I didn't mention it from Carmel, was a mental attitude award winner for 6A. In 4A, New Palestine, this is a high-scoring game, maybe one of the highest ever. Uh, 77, New Prairie, 42. Uh, coach Ralph was the head coach, 15-0 and 0 for New Palestine. New Prairie, uh, Russ Ratke was head coach. They finished 13-2. and 2. New Prairie's David Walbring was the uh, uh, Mental Attitude Award winner. And 3A, Tri-West, 49. Andrean, 27. As uh, Ted just mentioned, Chris Call was head coach. Both teams finished 14-1. and 1. Um, Phil Mason was the head coach at Drayen at that time. And uh, Tri-West, Nick Sferker, um was a um, the Mental Attitude Award winner. In 2A, Rensselaer knocked out Evansville Modern Day coach, 45-21. to 21. That had to make Coach Gables, uh, Gable rather, rather unhappy. But nevertheless, Chris's team finished 15-0 on the season, and Coach Gable's team finished 14-1. Rensselaer's Rylan Arwood, Arhood. Is that how I'm pronouncing it, Coach? Ryland Arhead. Yeah, Ryland Arhead was the Mental Attitude Award yep. winner for uh, Rensselaer on that. And in 1A ball, uh, North Vermilion, 27, Pioneer 26, a tight one. Um, and North Vermilion finished 15-0 and 0, uh, under Brian Crabtree with the head coach. Uh, Mike Johnson was head coach at Pioneer. 
and pioneers uh, Parker Inglert, Inglert rather, uh, was the Mid Latitude Award winner there. Uh, let's see what else we got going here. Um, um, the awards for uh, the uh, from the Indiana Football Coaches Association Game Awards, the John Friend Distinguished Service Award went to Leroy Marsh. Um, there's a name that's uh, forever and will always be forever in Indiana high school football from Munster. And uh, Bob Springer President's Award went to Dick Dullahan, another one. Um, Bishop Dullahan football camps and, of course, a legendary coach for Ben Davis and Carmel and uh, just an incredible man. Uh, Ken Leffler Memorial Special Service Award went to Sarah Simmons from the Methodist Sports Medicine Center. Rex Kurtz Media Award went to Rick Simler uh, from WTHI-TV of Terre Haute. And Tom Kelly Technology Award went to Jason Simmel, Simmons rather from uh, Noblesville, who's now coaching at uh, University of Miami, Ohio. And that's the running. Right. And Jason and Sarah Simmons, uh, it was the Simmons show. Yeah. Uh, okay. No question. Great. Yeah. Cool. So that's All what right. I got on that. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything else come to your mind, gentlemen? Uh, I, you know, one thing. God. Yeah, one thing I'd like to mention is Coach Logan from North Central. Um, he had a real defined impact on me as a coach and a young athletic administrator, and mm-hmm. what he did for the IFCA and the All Star Game. I'm not trying to mimic or duplicate because I don't know that anybody can. I'm just trying to do a part because I know he would want me to. So I'd like to mention him. Absolutely. Okay. And that was, yeah, 33, 34 years he was, uh, ran the all-star game. So that's fantastic. I was going to say, you know, being up here in Northwest Indiana, I, I don't get down to Indianapolis that often in terms of high school football stuff. And, you know, the, the two times that I have been around, Paul was um, during all-star activities and he would pull us in and he'd sit us down and have that conversation. Uh, what, what the game was all about, give us the history and all that. And, and just like Justin said, man, when you think of, uh, when you think of Indiana high school football, the all-star game, uh, you think of coach Logan, Paul Logan, and uh, you know, uh, he, he'll, he'll be sorely missed, Absolutely. but uh, he'll always be remembered. You bet. Yeah. I've, and yep. uh, speaking of the all-star game, Justin will be at your place again, uh, the way I understand it coming up for this summer for the game. And, uh, you guys did an outstanding job, outstanding facility just ran really well down there. So we're always pleased to, uh, visit Decatur central because of, uh, what you do there to make it just a, a top rated, uh, five star kind of place to be. So we appreciate that. Yeah. I think David, and we, we're more than honored to, to, be a small part in this and um, really look forward to continue to help the IFCA make this a first class event. And uh, as coach mentioned, you know, the ending of last year's game is not indicative of, no. of our game, of our association or anything to do with this. And uh, you know, w- we will be better moving forward. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. that will be addressed <laughs> in a number of ways. I'm sure. Cause uh, ISTA. Yeah, ISTA. we're in the process now. We're in the process now of uh, of the regions, uh, you know, selecting their all stars. Right. And uh, I have, in fact, six of the ten uh, lists. Uh, I think that uh, Region One is probably last. That's probably coming up Sunday. But uh, anyway, um, and then we also have the. 
coaches. We've got the 20 coaches uh, that have been selected by the regents, and uh, they'll go through the process to find out who's going to be the head coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they do that, uh, and we get two head coaches, then what we plan to do uh, is have them on, uh, have them on the podcast and sure. uh, talk about the what they're looking forward to and mm-hmm. talk about their staffs. And uh, then as we go on, we'll have the assistant coaches uh, talk about the players when they get selected. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a busy time. Uh, and the all-star game is a, is a big, big part of it. Yeah. Lots of talk about, no question. Lots of things going on. And, uh, you know, I continue, and we're all very proud of the Indiana Football Coaches Association and the, the activities that everyone's involved in. And it's not just during football season, as we prove out here, it's a really year round in so many different facets and so many different ways that the Indiana Football Coaches Association are helping kids become uh, good uh, people and a positive influence on these kids and their communities. So uh, we're all very proud of that. So, guys, thanks for being with us. I appreciate it. Uh, you, I know everyone's got a busy schedule, and uh, take some time out and talk to us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank Look you guys. forward to seeing everybody at the clinic. It should be fun. Yep. That's right. Yep. We, have, we, we will be at the clinic also. You're absolutely right. right. Yes, we will. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right, guys, you have a great evening. And, take uh, care, you know, guys. Good talking bet. to you. You bet. You too. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Big Cat Promotions is a proud sponsor of the IFCA podcast. At Big Cat Promotions, our goal is to help you promote your team and your kids as we head into each season. With over 100,000 vendors, Big Cat Promotions has just about anything you can think of to promote your team. T-shirts, shorts, team sweats, team awards for your players as well as for your summer campers. So give us a call at 574-551-5916 and let us get you a quote so you can shop and compare. And thanks for tuning in to the IFCA podcast. And welcome back, everyone, once again to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. And uh, again, Coach Huber, another uh, good uh, podcast, a good experience. Always great just to hear the different perspectives from the coaches from the north and the south Two great speakers there, uh, Chris Meeks from Rensselaer uh, Smaller School, and uh, of course Justin Dixon, uh, just a uh, you know a great speaker and a motivator, also just like Chris of uh, people around him, not only uh, players but also coaches and the staffs that they work with. So it's always great to talk to people like that. Yeah, it's uh, I really like I like it these years. You yeah. know what I mean? I do. I, I like what we do other than that, but, uh, this is, uh, you know, it's nice to get back to our roots. Yep. If, 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 if that's what, you know, if that's how you say it, but, yep. uh, right. you know, cause, uh, next week we've got, uh, 2016. Right. Um, if you remember 2016 was what's called, known as the legends all-star game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we had, uh, Chris Geisman and Dick Dullahan going head to head. And, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, it was not, a uh, you know, it was a game that was important to both sure, of them. Sure. No question about it. Uh-huh. And we had other, you know, Bill Sharp and, Sure. We'll go, we'll run down the list next week. But yeah. anyway, we've got, uh, we got Waylon, uh, Schnink from North Posey who had, uh, North Posey in the state championships this year. Yep. 
He's a South uh, assistant mm-hmm. uh, in 2016, and Mike Jones of Winchester was a was an assistant in 2016 uh, in the North. So uh, I thought what would be really interesting is to get uh, to get their perspective uh, because you know you talk to Geese and Dullahan, you know those guys been talking their whole life. Uh, sure. And, you know, these guys, uh, uh, they're, you know, it'd be interesting to hear their perspective yeah, absolutely. Of, the, of the All-Star Game 2016. Absolutely. So, anyway, this is fun. Yeah. I I really enjoy it, and I'm going to miss it. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, well, we got uh, lots, as we mentioned, lots to talk about here as we head into uh, the new season here. Uh, got the clinic that uh, both coaches just mentioned. Uh, which is coming up in March. It's always a great time. Uh, all over the state, coaches gather uh, down in Indianapolis there, and there's a clinic of uh, just incredible speakers lined up and different uh, breakouts where people go and talk about defense, offense, special teams. That's all coming up. And, of course, uh, you know, we continue on with our All-Star Series, and we'll also get a chance to talk to our coaches, uh, not only at the uh, high school, but also at the collegiate level down at the state clinic. And we'll bring you some of their recordings and some of the things that they have uh, observed over this past year in uh, making the crossover from high school to college football. So that's always fun, too. So we appreciate everybody tuning in. And uh, we know everyone's working right now into the uh, fall, excuse me, spring, and on into the summer workouts. So best of luck, everyone. Stay healthy, and we'll see you in Indianapolis. All right, good.